The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Webcology. It is Thursday, September 17th, 2009. That's Thursday, September 17th. I can't believe it's December 17th. Like, what the? What the? I don't understand, Dave. I'm, it's, um, I, I want to blame others for this. It's, it's almost over. And uh, you know what, though? I, I'm on the West Coast. So, you know, I'm looking at it might go down to like 34 degrees and, you know, <laughs> I guess being in Toronto, it, it means a, a slightly different thing to you. It might go down to negative 20 degrees really frigging soon, like sooner than we think. I, can't, I mean, I can't believe it. Uh, it, was, it was August last week or yesterday or something, wasn't it? Like it's September 17th. Time marches forward, especially in this industry. I mean, things... One of the things I've loved about being involved in technology and the search industry over the last decade is how fast time has gone by. It's like you, you, you show up for work at like 7 in the morning, 7.30 in the morning, and suddenly it's 7 at night and you have no idea where the time's gone, but you've just accomplished a billion things. You feel great about it, and suddenly it's the next day, then the next day, the next day, and then you find yourself on September 17th, 2009 going, what the hell happened to summer? <laughs> and three birthdays have passed, and I have no idea what happened there. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very true. I mean, this is always past couple weeks of the shows, you know, as we've noted, it, it's been, you know, the kind of a, kind of a lull. And then the last week, you know, we see again, um, you know, more stuff going on, more acquisitions going on and it's just, uh, and, and you're right. And then all of a sudden time starts moving, uh, slow. We had a, we had a slow lull in the technology industry is apparently like a couple weeks, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, it gets it gets chaotic again, and we all are, are set back at our back at our desk trying to figure out what these what these new moves mean, what you know, what Matt Cuts is saying about caffeine means, and um, you know, all of this sort of stuff. So it's 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 definitely a, a super exciting industry, and of course, I'm looking forward to the show. This is one of the the fewer shows where you and I didn't really have uh, have a chance to chat beforehand. Um, I so know, I think I uh, if nothing else, it's going to make for an interesting show. I was about to mention time has moved so fast today that you and I never had a chance to, you know, actually get 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 our act together ahead of time. And now, um, well, just for the, the the live listening audience, we're kind of ad libbing. We're making it up. We're uh, I mean, these are real news stories and these are real opinions that you're going to be hearing expressed on the radio. But I have no idea what Dave's going to bring up first. And um, you know what, Dave? First story goes to you. What are you looking at this morning? Perfect. Well, you know, it's it's one that I think we've all uh, we're, we're all well aware of here. Um, but is well, you know what? There's there's been a couple um, interesting acquisitions, but the one that interests me the most 
um, is the acquisition um, of Adobe of Omniture. Um, now, this, of course, leads us to uh, an enormous speculation. I mean, A, huge purchase, $1.8 billion. Um, we've seen a couple of those recently, and I think, uh, I think we can both agree that every time um, that I see an acquisition in this sort of, sort of level, given, you know, we're in a quote-unquote economic downturn and, you know, kind of recovering this and that, um, you start to see acquisitions like this. To me, makes my heart smile, reinforces the, the health of our industry as a whole, like, uh, and, and by industry, I don't just mean SEO and Internet marketers. I mean of, of the Internet industry as a whole. Um, and then, of course, you have to look uh, at, at this, you know, sort of more tactically and go, um, Adobe acquiring Omniture, what does that mean? Um, is this the, the same as, say, Google acquiring, yeah, you know, Google's acquisitions and, and stuff like that? So, um, you know, I, I don't know if, if how much research you've done into it. I'll, I'll ask, what is your take on this? I, I certainly have my own and, and had the pleasure of, of chatting uh, over that with, with our friend uh, Christine Chashinger yesterday. But um, if you, uh, I, I don't know if you have an opinion on this purchase, or, or I can certainly just launch into, uh, well, I guess an opinion, but uh, what, what I think this means. Well, I'm going to give you a, a quickie opinion because I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know nearly enough about this, but I, I mean, I know I know quite a bit about Armature, having interviewed them several times. I know a hell of a lot about Adobe, using being a uh, happy user of their of many of their products, except for uh, except for what's their WYSIWYG now? Um, uh, uh, their WYSIWYG web editor. What's what? I can't believe I'm drawing a brain blank on this. You know what? So am I because I don't use it. <laughs> Right. We used to all the time, though. Like, you remember yeah. at, at, at Step Forth where that was like our, uh, I can't believe this. Oh, my goodness. I, you know what? I, I think the problem that show? we're both having here is there are so many good CMS systems out there and, and so many, you know, that we all can just kind of build, um, you know, in, in major suites and then, and then move that over into, into, better, uh, into better systems for people. Well, you want to know my take you on know, this topic? It's really fascinating. and let you get into your take on answer. it and Christine's take on it. But I was installing, uh, just before the show, I'm trying to install a new uh, MSN Messenger, okay? I know this has nothing to do with Adobe, but during the install, MSN Messenger asked me if I wanted to install a number of pieces of uh, what I call sub-software, add-ons, um, uh, Microsoft Writer, Microsoft uh, a photo editor that Microsoft is putting out, a uh, chat feature that Microsoft is putting out, that you know, an audio chat. And what I see with this uh, Adobe taking over Omniture is a very similar thing. We see the large companies bulking up the services they offer, um, it, it basically in order to win user loyalty. You know, mm-hmm. so you know how Google has uh, Gmail and Google Docs, and their image search engine, and just about every every bell and whistle you could think of when it comes to search? Indeed. Well, think of all the other uh, uh, services companies out there. Um, Adobe, uh, publisher of incredible web produ- productivity software. So now it's buying a CMS with incredible analytics attached to it. It's trying to win user loyalty. And I think we're going to see a lot of bulk, what we'll call bulk-up acquisitions happen over the next six months. What, what, what were you and Christine saying about it? Um, I'm just going to – I think the one that you're talking about – are you referring to contribute? Sorry, going back just a little bit to cover this. Uh, Adobe's contribute? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. Just thought I'd go – okay, and we'll, we'll just specify so that we're both not scratching our heads going – um, you know, <laughs> wondering what this thing was and, and leaving our listeners. I know they're waiting with bated breath for the answer there, 
you know, 90% of them probably went, it's contribute, you idiots, get on with it. Um, we, uh, like, uh, you know, I try and look at these things. I, I, let's reflect back just, just a minute and, and remember, you know, we've both been in the industry for, for many years now, going on a, a decade or more, um, at how we viewed Google at the time. And we touched on this even last week and going where they've come is almost frightening, looking at, at what information they can access and how they can personalize and, and these sort of things. Um, things we couldn't have even predicted before. So my brain, I, I think, is on that track and going, okay, I, I'm going to try and not just look at this from a, gee, you know, they can add these services in, you know, take, you know, take uh, thing A, take thing B, medge them together, and now you've got thing A, B. Um, but rather trying to look and go, okay, we've got the, these fantastic statistics, we've got a, and analytics, we've got um, you know a, a production company that creates, a, as you note, arguably the the best um, web development suites um, available. I mean, certainly in my opinion. Um, so, what can a, now trying to just step back and go, okay, it's not just necessarily that Adobe wants to provide. You know, now they want to add in you know great analytics and stuff like that. What is it if we if we sort of try and look at this from outside the box or, or from the outside and go, what can we get if we take a web essentially a quasi you know a web development tools company um, and then we give them the capacity to not just understand how to build something but also move that further and go on the fly we're going to build the, we're going to give you the tools to do everything you need to do on the web and now we're going to provide you the data. Um, to, to, to understand what people are doing. I mean, Google does a, a, you know, a great job with Google Analytics of, of tying in these things um, in relation to you know, PPC campaigns and, and things like that and understanding what this traffic is doing. But now we've gone not just to an outside source for this, but just understanding your, your analytics and just understands your traffic sources, um, but now we've actually given it or, or are putting it in the hands of the person who's controlling our development. I mean, I think what this is going to enable Adobe to do um, in regards to enhancements to their product line, recommendations that they'll probably be able to make on the fly built into their development tools, like right into Dreamweaver, right into Flash. Um, I think the tools that this is going to enable them to work with developers, to, to work with website owners, to, um, to really interact and understand not just what the people need to build, but what, what they're building is doing, and then actually provide them with direct feedback um, in relation to their specific web design. You know, basically going, here's how people, you know, here's people are following this link, here's where they're going on your site, here's where they're disappearing from. Take aggregate data from a variety of different websites, because of course they're going to have massive stockpiles of information, and then be able to go, okay, here's what we're going to recommend that you do. We've seen this problem before. We've seen these exits before. You know, we're having to make generic rules to make recommendations, but basically going, okay, here, um, here's, you know, here's what we think you need to do. Now, this is just, you know, of course, my not so humble opinion on things, but I'm trying to take it a step further and go, I don't think they just want to provide some statistics. I don't think they just want to provide a WYSIWYG and, and this sort of thing. I think what they're looking for is grabbing that data and providing a much more robust experience for website developers and website owners um, to take them down the road. And, of course, that's also going to enable Adobe to develop tools based on or, or based on the needs that they're um, gathering from these statistics. I, in my Again, not so humble opinion. 
Um, I, I think this is a, a fantastic acquisition. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in uh, you know CS5, CS6 down the road as we start to see the integration of these things and, and really get a good handle on on what it means. You know, maybe I'm just maybe I, I, I'm going to turn 41 in three weeks on October 5th of my 41st birthday, and maybe this is just like uh, age speaking, but man, I'm beginning to feel so obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> Why have a brain when, like, you know, software does it for you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the the very the only fortunate thing that we have left <laughs> um, as as you know, sort of web developers and then internet marketers is um, that for now a computer is never going to understand the human brain and understand how to make pretty things and tweak content to to conversions. Um, and I mean, you know, that's. That's really the only thing we've got left. <laughs> the rest of it seems yeah, to be well, you know able what? to be taken to over by the All you young machines. developers out there using this incredible software to make magic on the web, let's see you do that in Notepad, friends. Come on. You and me, <laughs> Notepad, 20 paces. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not that that matters anymore, but I'm going to hold on to it like a, you know, like, a, like a life preserver or something. <laughs> let's move forward here. Dave, are you doing this show by telephone or by Skype today? I am doing this by, by telephone. You know, I had a great headset mic attached to the computer, uh, and then I made the critical error of becoming addicted to first-person shooters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I then had to take my good headset and mic home with me because, you know, this is something I need to do until 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, but of course. And so, yes, I, I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't have it here, but I, I will be doing it by Skype next week. Well, you might be. You might not be. Actually, you will be. But remember last week we discussed the uh, – or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, we discussed the purchase of Skype, the the, yep. the sale of Skype. eBay had sold it to a consortium of partners. Indeed. Indeed. There's a problem here. There's a fly in the ointment. It, uh, as it turns out, the fellows who originally developed Skype, the founders – They've been in a legal battle with eBay over the uh, the, the, the the peer-to-peer source code that that runs Skype. They've been in they've been in uh, battle for about a year now in 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 the courts, mm-hmm. and it looks like this lawsuit is going to be coming to. A, oh, I'm sorry, they filed a lawsuit. They refiled a lawsuit on Wednesday in the United States District Court of Northern California, and. It looks as if this lawsuit might delay, derail, or in, in possibly destroy the, the, the sale. Um, now, the lawsuit may or may not have merit. I don't pretend to know. But uh, Nicholas Zenstrom and Giannis Fries, uh, they, well, they made a couple billion dollars selling Skype to eBay in 2005. But they never sold the intellectual property. They just licensed it. They just licensed Skype's international, uh, 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 intellectual property, the, the, the peer-to-peer source behind that, that that makes Skype work. They just licensed it. They didn't actually give them that source code. And you know, since then, eBay has made several changes to Skype, and now these guys, Zenstrom and Freeze, feel that they have a case to go after eBay. Now, we're looking at Silver Lake Partners, Index Ventures, Anderson, um, Andresen Horowitz, and the Canadian Pension Plan. Um, those are the, the people who will be owning 
uh, a large chunk of Skype in the, in, the, in the future if the sale goes through, but that sale is now in peril. And the worst-case scenario outcome is we lose this incredible service. <sighs> what do you think of them apples there, Dave? You know, I'm just going to go to a core kind of personal level here <laughs> and go, really, how much is enough? <laughs> how, how, how much money do you have to have uh, before, like, I, I, I mean, I, I will, will give kudos where, where it kind of belongs. Yes, licensing it, that was, that was probably fairly, fairly bright from a, from a pure business standpoint. Um, but I don't know at which point I would have to have X million dollars. And, and in my life, that would be single-digit millions, where I could just go, okay, you know what, that's that they even have the energy to fight this anymore with the hundreds of millions of dollars that they've got to have left, that they are not just going, I could fight this, or uh, I could buy a small island and live in the tropics for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I, I don't know at what point you have to go, gee, and, and I need more. So, I mean, I, I just look at this and, and sort of hear it, and it almost just more on a personal level than, than the business level kind of doesn't offend me, but it makes me go, really? Like, why? Why are you even even bothering to do this? I mean, there may be parts of it that I don't know. I don't pretend to be an expert on, on the legal side of this, and nor would I even want to be a legal expert on, on any side of this. But, um, you know, I mean, I know that they're more, they probably, they do have more money than they can spend between now and the time they die. So... I don't know, man. Why? Like, apparently, you don't have the same cell phone plan I do, because... <laughs> You never have enough money, I'll tell you. Um, you know, I, I don't know what it is with these guys either, but we, what I do know about Zentrum and Feist is they started a number of other companies that you may well have heard of. For instance, they had started Kaza. Um, they, uh, they, they, they were the brains behind the uh, file-sharing program Morpheus. If anyone uh, was around in the late 90s, early 2Ks, you'll remember Morpheus and Kaza. Uh, they they almost um, eclipsed. Jeez, uh, 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 what was that? Uh, uh, the original file sharing program, Napster. They almost eclipsed Napster in popularity, um, and that was that was also uh, the 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 two founders of um, of Skype, uh, Zenstrom and Fries. So they've been around the tech block a few times. They're no strangers to a court of law, um, both as uh, as defendants and as uh, uh, litigants. So this will be interesting to watch. For what it's worth, a case that was uh, filed in the UK against eBay last year was thrown out as the, you know, the judge – British judge dismissed the case and the two men's reasons for pursuing the matter in, in the UK remained inexplicable to him. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens with this. I doubt we're going to see the death of Skype, but I'm not sure we're going to see the sale of Skype either. You may be right. And one thing, you know, I mean, as, as sort of down on, on this issue, as, as I may have sounded, the only exception, and it may, given their history, be be true as this might be what they do for fun. <laughs> they might like being in a, like, this may be a, an, an exciting thing for them, like a real-life game of Monopoly. Um, 
you, you well, never no know doubt. in which case. No like, doubt. You know, okay, how, like, well, you know, I kind of get why you're doing it. You know, sort of win or lose, you're, you're killing street. some time. You always have that nosy neighbor who's bugging into everybody's business. Maybe that. Maybe they're just like that. It could very well be. So yeah, and I guess we can now move on from there, or. I guess I, I should ask you, or, or maybe you're in touch with Brasco, do we need to take a commercial break, or should we just launch straight through? That depends. What, oh, you know, oh my goodness, how could we have done that? It's now it's it's now 2.21. It's, it's, it's like being September 17th suddenly. We've gone 20 minutes. I know. <laughs> wow. You know what? I think we should do a commercial break. That's probably the right thing to do. After all, we do got to pay the bills, got to keep the electricity flowing, got to keep the servers going. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology, which you can hear on Webmaster Radio at Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern or 11, 11 a.m. Pacific. And you can also hear us. Um, you know, through through the iTunes uh, podcast channel. Um, you can hear us through audio. You can hear us through a whole bunch of different ways, but you can always hear us live on webmasterradio.fm, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Stay tuned, friends. We have amazing content coming up next. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with Localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on Localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Do you consider yourself a super? affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is 24 minutes after the hour, and it is Thursday, September the 17th, and I've been asked cordially to remind you that you can listen to us on iTunes, on audio, on audio, and any of the other finer podcast distribution networks, but you can always hear us live 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays. Dave... What has 140 characters and is valued at $1 billion today? <laughs> I will let you take this, my friend. <laughs> TechCrunch is reporting that Twitter investment that, the, uh, uh, investment that just came into them of about $50, $50 million, that investment values Twitter at about $1 billion. I, I feel like Dr. Evil. $1 billion. <laughs> um, that is exciting uh, to, to me. And, you know, I mean, I know Christine was, uh, was laughing at me yesterday. For, for I was discussing Twitter with her. Um, had to get her advice on, on a couple issues. Um, and, and, and had to go, okay, this is a great thing. And I know that uh, you'll certainly remember back, and, and any of our long-term listeners will, will remember, that I was not a great big lover. <laughs> of, uh, of Twitter until uh, really quite recently as a, as a marketing tool, um, and and to me this doesn't surprise me. Uh, I may even be a, a little surprised at at how you know quote unquote little it's being valued at. I mean this is a lot of money. Do not get me wrong at all, but um, it, it doesn't surprise me. I think you know great news obviously uh, for the folks at Twitter. What this makes me or, or, or gets me curious about um, actually has to do more with the future um, of Twitter. You know, as soon as there's a investment, one knows uh, there's a monetization strategy uh, and, and obviously a large monetization strategy. So, um, you know, one, one does have to wonder, is there, is there a more direct monetization strategy? Or are, there, are they looking for ways to actually just make money? Um, you know, with with Twitter, or is there some long term? You know, what we're trying to do here is just build this thing up so big um, that it gets acquired for for more uh, what, than you, that. You didn't get. What the are memo? your thoughts? You didn't get the memo. Biz Stone wrote every Twitter subscriber the other day. You know, I opened my email box. I was I was sitting in the Fairmont Hotel in Ottawa on Monday, and uh, I opened my, my my email box, and there's a there's a uh, a note from Biz Stone, and I thought. Dude, it's about time you replied to me because I've been trying to get a hold of him to, to come on the show or to speak at affiliate convention or you know whatever. I, I uh, Biz Stone, if you're listening, Biz, we want you. You know it, brother. We want you. Um, and so, I, so I, 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 Biz Stone. Oh my goodness! Wow, dude's finally written back to me. I think. And so I open it up, and it's sort of like this form letter he's written to all Twitter subscribers about a new term of service. That Twitter has is introducing, which will allow for advertising. So yeah, Twitter Twitter does have a monetization policy, and for commercial tweets, well, you know, free rides over, guys. I don't know how much you're gonna be charging for it in the future, but there will be a way to get your commercial advertising into Twitter streams out to X number of subscribers, and I mean, we all know the retweet effect. And the, uh, the, 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 the absurd networking potential that comes with Twitter. Well, under the new terms of service, advertising is going to be included in Twitter in the future. I'm, they're, they're, they're very smart guys. I'm sure they'll make it unobtrusive. I have no idea what it's going to look like yet. 
I'm pretty sure it's going to be done in 100, 140 characters or less. And, uh, yeah, there is a monetization policy. They're out there. They've, um, yeah, they're, um, they're, they're, they're saying straight up, we know how to make money. So come on in. Give us some investment. Give us some support. Give us some, give us some cash and some energy. You know, I'm, I'm actually a little relieved to hear that. It's my, and this is one of those times when I, I use spam arrest. Great service. Stops me from getting a lot of spam. But, um, you know, as a downside to that, <laughs> when these random emails come in from, from corporations like that, where they're obviously not going to sit there and, and verify, you know, all of these different emails, um, I obviously do, uh, do miss them. I'm glad to hear that. I am going, that, that makes, I mean, just from a, okay, this is their strategy kind of thing, and you know, the known is, is better than the unknown, better the double you know. Um, I, I, it's going to be really interesting to see, as you call, how they do that. Um, how will the integration of this be? Can you, you know, I mean, heck, they could bring it down to a point where you can buy, you know, a keyword, right? You know, it'll, you know, highlight or, you know, whatever and become a link. I think they've, you know, needless to say, it's going to be a very interesting thing to watch. Um, as yeah, it goes that way, they take room. almost more an AdWords kind of thing or just a direct purchasing kind of thing uh, of ads. In our chat room, Carrie Morgret asks, is Twitter more worth more than GM yet? That's a good question. And maybe we should ask the new CEO of Twitter, uh, President uh, – I'm sorry, the new CEO of, uh, of GM, President Barack Obama, um, <laughs> what he thinks of uh, – okay, you know what? I – that was a segue into a little bit of tape that we have to roll. And before we do, I just want to set this tape up. Now, as uh, listeners probably know, in, uh, in, in, I guess, American political terms, I would be considered an ultra-liberal. Up here in Canada, I'm kind of, like, kind of conservative. But down there, I'm an ultra-liberal. And I am a very big supporter of, your, of President Obama. Brilliant man. Brilliant plan. Given some time, I, uh, I I think we can credit uh, the 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 current administration with saving the world from financial depression. Um, I know it's been bumpy and I know it's been uh, expensive. However, as brilliant as the president may be, every once in a while he trips on his own tongue. Now, in a speech he made to school kids last week, aside from telling them to go to school, to buckle down and do their homework. He told them they had to be really careful on social networks not to make a, uh, well, I don't want to take words out of his mouth, but not to make fools of themselves. And uh, I guess uh, uh, President Obama was doing an interview with ABC the other day, and off camera, he made some comments. He made some comments about, K- about Kane West. And, hey, Brasco, on. I understand you have uh, you have the the, the 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 clip ready to roll, don't you? Like that's Kanye with yes, I have the clip. Let me know when you want me to play it. I, I think this is a great time to play it, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States of America. Were your girls as hacked off as mine were that Kanye gave <laughs> Taylor Swift the Joe Wilson treatment? I thought that was really inappropriate. Yeah. You know? I mean it's like she's getting an award. What are you, what are you buttoning it? I, I I hear you. I, I agree with you. I, I hope I. Uh, Joe, does that count as the first question? That, <laughs> the young lady seems like a perfectly nice person. She's getting her award. What's he doing? Why did nothing? He do that? He's a jackass. <laughs> no, no. This, all this stuff. I'm assuming all this stuff. Where's the pool? 
Come on, guys. Let, cut the present some slack. Okay. <laughs> now, if uh, if I just heard correctly, the president just called Kanye West a jackass, which he may well be. But, Mr. President, there was live mics in the house, and there was a dude with a BlackBerry. Now, I know you know what a BlackBerry is. We all know you know what a BlackBerry is, and we all know that you know what Twitter is. <laughs> Mr. President, come on. I mean, I, I got to tell you, at least, at least, there's finally the pre- a president of the, Amer- of the United States of America who's willing to tell the truth on the most trivial things. <laughs> I, I know it, it, it takes me back to uh, well. I, I'm sure certainly one of the most interesting, even if you disagree with his policies, of our prime ministers, uh, Mr. Trudeau. Uh, you know that's sort of that 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 forthcoming nature. Uh, it kind of takes me back. Uh, all he has to do now, if he really wants to solidify himself in the hearts and minds of at least Canadians, as gee, he is a he is a Trudeau, one of our most beloved prime ministers. Uh, he now just has to refuse to apologize. Uh, swear in Congress and then shoot the finger at some press and, and we'll be good. <laughs> well, again, he has to try to f- fob it off as if he said something else besides uh, besides jackass. Maybe he said jerk off or something. No, he wouldn't yeah. have said that. Of course not. Um, but, uh, okay, the, what Dave's referring to, uh, one day our Prime Minister... <laughs> yeah, sweet, I know there are. Um, there's always two men in black suits and sunglasses behind me. It's <laughs> At least I think there are. Um our Prime Minister, uh, Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, uh, back in the 70s, um, broke decorum in the House of Commons by telling uh, another member of Parliament to F off. When asked by reporters afterwards, he refused to apologize and claimed that he said fuddle-duddle. <laughs> Somehow he got away with it. Anyway, so, so maybe, maybe, maybe Obama didn't really say jackass. Maybe he said um, just ask or something like that. <laughs> I don't that know. you know what that must be it that must be it um, yeah it's, it's surprising what you can get away with as long as you got the kahunas to just go yeah there we are <laughs> so um, anyways moving right along great clip glad okay. you brought that in so that was that was our segue about uh, that was about uh, really about Twitter being worth about a billion dollars that's just congratulations by the way Ev Biz congratulations guys like. We made fun of you for years. We joked about the fail whale. But that fail whale is now worth a billion dollars. Ha ha ha. Amazing. <laughs> Speaking of fail whales, did you hear about the bromance that SE Guru has going with a whale up there at SeaWorld? <laughs> I, I'm going to say no, up, but you? it scares me because it means you're going to enlighten us. You, you think I'm making this up, don't you? I, I you know, no, and that's just because I, I know you. <laughs> I couldn't make this. I don't have the imagination to make this stuff up. Okay, so here's the deal. The, uh, the, the, the two founders of Webmaster Radio, um, Darren and Brandy. If uh, you know, I guess, I guess, I guess, listeners have a pretty good sense who they are. They work really hard. These two will start working around uh, 10 in the morning, 9.30, 10 in the morning. And if you go visit them at their house, you'll see them in their backyard at like 1 in the morning, each of them with a laptop on their laps, 
just plugging away, continuing to work. So these 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 two, they don't take weekends. They work their asses off, and so every once in a while, they you know they need to decompress, they need to get away, they need to chill out a little bit, and so um, I guess they decided uh, over the over the last weekend to take a four day weekend. They took Monday and uh, they took Friday and Monday off, and they went up to Orlando to go hang out at SeaWorld. And um, you know anybody who's been to a webmaster radio party knows that when Darren and Brandy do stuff, they don't they don't do stuff by half measures. They go full out. And so instead of just getting a seat to watch the show, I guess Brandy surprised Darren with a ticket to be part of the show. So Darren is out on this like walkway over uh, the 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 whale's tank, and I guess the whale's name is Klondike, a, a beluga whale, and. Um, it's just a, just a kid, just a, a whale pup, and I guess the uh, the whale got a little bit uh, excited, and from what I hear, a little bit frisky with uh, SC Guru, and bit him on the foot after after you know blowing some uh, some ambrosia in his ear, and um, <laughs> you know whispering sweet nothings in his ear. I guess uh, the the whale was trying to to either lick or uh, kiss Darren's foot, but he ended up biting it, and that's pretty freaky. I mean, so so Darren calls me uh, on. Uh, Yesterday, and says you're not going to believe what happened. I was, or on, on Tuesday, he said you're not going to believe what happened. I was bitten by a whale. Well, that's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> and I got no. Say, I gotta say, I'm not going to make any blowho jokes. It's too easy. <laughs> I'm not going to make any tub of Crisco jokes. Just way too easy. But uh, you know. This is what you get around webmasterradio.fm. The weirdest stuff comes up, and one of our uh, one of our founders really was bitten by a whale on Monday. How the hell do you do that? I mean, like, how does that happen? That's incredible, eh? I, I only Darren. Like, that's all I can say there. Like, <laughs> that guy couldn't possibly happen to anybody else that I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta admit you. Every now and then, you 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 tell a tale or you throw a story out, and and it just makes me kind of scratch my head and go, I got nothing. <laughs> Normally, can I can come that, up with right? something for anything. You know, but I got nothing. Aside, aside from smart-ass jokes that really aren't fit for a family podcast like we have here on WebmasterRadio.fm, what do you say to that, right? <laughs> well, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's it's hard not to go towards. Crisco or some other less suitable jokes. I mean, although they do give us the warning at the beginning, so you know you, you got kind of a little latitude there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I would like to remind listeners that Webcology is a live show, and uh, it's performed live before Dave's staff at Beanstalk Inc. and my cat Hypertext. If you want to learn, if you want to learn how to be part of our live studio audience. Please send five ninety five to me. That's five hundred ninety five dollars to me, and I'll tell you exactly how to be part of our live studio audience. But while you're uh, while you're writing out that check, I want you to listen to the commercial messages we have coming up because they're what really pay the bills here at WebmasterRadio.fm. And Dave, we got to take a break. So, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology on Thursday, September the twenty first. Stay tuned. We have uh, 20 minutes of fun coming up after this. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. 
X, Y, 7, affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, yo, pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. AffiliateContracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Fired up with Gordon Rudo. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back here to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is Thursday, September the 22nd, and we are at 45 minutes past the hour, 15 minutes until our next show, Affiliate Marketing Insider, comes up. And in answer to the questions in the chat room, right now, only my cat is watching me getting jiggy whenever the XY7 rap comes up. But on Tuesday, I was uh, I was guesting on the SEO Rockstars on Tuesday. And I was sitting in the lobby of a Fairmont Hotel in Ottawa, and um, the commercial came on. <laughs> I just can't help myself. <laughs> I just can't help myself. I love the XY7 rap, and every time it comes on, I find myself like my arms are in the air. I'm doing that stupid Numa Numa dance, and I am just having a great time. Then I look around. And there's all these people in the gold in the gold vests and the delivery that they have at the Fairmont, and they're looking at me, and they're like. What's the matter with this guy? And yeah, then I had, and then you know, for 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 sweets reference, yes, then I did have two guys in black suits with sunglasses right behind me because the Fairmont is located right beside Parliament Hill, which is kind of like the White House and the uh, and Congress sort of all mashed in together. Um, so there's a lot of guys in black suits and sunglasses in that neighborhood, and uh, yeah, they were they were watching me closely because I was sitting in the lobby of this like. 17 star hotel dancing in my seat <laughs> now i just want to make sure i'm thinking of the right one because of course i used to live in ottawa that's just to the right of parliament green copper roof is that 
Yeah, yeah, just yeah, and the they let you the in. The one that's like a castle just across the Rideau Canal. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of the right place. I, I yeah. I, anyway, beautiful hotel. Yeah, the, I'm a the, fan the of Fairmont, but that is definitely one of their nicest, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Um, oh my goodness. You know what? The service you get in those hotels, like it's incredible. But there's not going to be an election in Canada, it seems. So, uh, you know, as you as you know, Dave, I've I've been an, I've been an advisor to four of the five major political parties in Canada. I've I've, I've advised the Conservatives. Blech, I've advised the Liberals. I've advised the NDP, and I've advised the Green Party at different times in my career. And so we thought there was going to be an election. You know, we were pretty positive there's going to be an election. So I'm up in Ottawa doing my job, and uh, you know. I'm, one of my jobs is webmaster, you know, show host on webmaster radio, and uh, so yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I found myself in this gorgeous hotel doing a stupid seat dance in the lobby, and and it was all for naught because we're not having an election anyway. No, and God bless. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I wasn't was not ready is. for another bleeding election. Uh, I got to get it. Catches. That is one thing I will give. Give my kudos. I'm a proud Canadian, but got to give my kudos to our friends south of the border. Um, that whole, we're going to have one every four years and suck it up and deal with it until you get there. Yeah, you might have your pros and cons with it, but man, from a system that isn't built around that structure, uh, I don't know, when was our last election? <laughs> we, we, we've been having, weeks ago. Just having them too often as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's the, that's the way it goes with minority government and math, huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Certainly, I guess, a perk also to, uh, you know, having a two-party system is you don't ever end up with a minority government. Um, anywho, You know on, what? There's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of people in the southern states right now who are just making jokes inside their heads. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Um, that was a jackass comment. All apologies. Moving right along. I want to talk CAPTCHAs. Okay. You, know, you, know, you, know, you know what CAPTCHAs are, right? I sure do, and uh, there's some exciting news in the world of CAPTCHAs. Yeah, yeah. you know what a recaptcha is, right? We, I have, I'm sure everybody here who's filled out enough forms knows recaptcha. Okay, Google bought it. Why? Why would Google want a base? What's basically a Turing test? Uh, to make sure that it's actually a human respondent, not a, not a not a computer respondent. Why would Google want something like this, Dave? I am going to leave this one to you. I have scratched my head on that one and <laughs> tried, I can tried why. to uh, to figure that out. There is only one thing that I can guess, uh, and and here would be my guess, and it's the only real uh, crawling capacity I think it would add is if they can control the captcha uh, that you would need to enter that will give them access through their automated spiders to see data on si- on the other side of that form. That's the only Boom. thing that I can gather um, they are this doing that for. Major point number one. Major point number two, and this one, this, this one people wouldn't think about, and I actually had to go to Resource Shelf, um, published by one of the, it is so one of these days, I consider this man a friend, and I can't think of his name suddenly. And it was on the tip of my tongue a second ago. I would have written it down if I thought I wouldn't be able to remember it. Oh, my. It's, it's, this is the problem. This is the problem with turning 41. You forget. I don't even know what day of the week it is half the time. Um, Gary. 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 Gary used to work for Ask. He's a brilliant guy. One of, the, one, of the, one of the great librarians in the world. Price. 
Gary right. Price. Yes. Thank you. The uh, publisher of Resource Shelf pointed out the real reason Google wants Google acquired recapture. Google gets to analyze how people view and see words. And so uh, you guys know that captures are those like fuzzy shaped letters that are often curved and, and arranged in odd in odd patterns. And you, you have to you know, type out what you see into a text box to prove that you are in fact a human and not a machine. Well, Google is quite interested in how humans see letters and see words. And they want to know where we make our mistakes. Because if you know where humans make uh, uh, you know, where, where humans on average will, well, a large group of people will make a mistake on the word. You can capitalize on that. I mean, this is like this is like domaining 101, except this is being done by Google at the highest level. They are going to find a way to capitalize on our mistakes, and they're also doing this for their book scanning projects and to fight spam and all those good reasons. But the real reason they're doing it is to capitalize on our errors. I have to say that analysis or, or, or that idea behind this is uh, brilliant. I, I did, yeah. It totally escaped me. I, I hadn't, hadn't at all thought of that. I think that's a, a good analysis and, and quite, quite bright. So, you know, I recommend people go check out resourceshelf.com. There is a link to a uh, PDF, and I'm pretty sure that I actually got turned on to that PDF from Marketing Pilgrim. I want to send a big uh, shout-out to Marketing Pilgrim because we abused them so badly a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Sorry about that, Andy. Um, and Because, uh, um, you know, I, I've said this before. Uh, Andy Beal, amazing guy, amazing brain. He's done some great stuff with Marketing Pilgrim. And this time, today, he turned me on to a really interesting story. Um, I think we got time for one more before uh, Affiliate Marketing Insider comes in. And the one that I want to touch on right now is something that uh, that, that Google just said uh, just came out today. You remember how one of the big pieces of SEO advice from years past was make sure that your page validates W3, W3C? Indeed, indeed. doesn't matter. According to Google, it doesn't matter. Pages that validate do not get a ranking boost. This is coming out of SE Roundtable. And, uh, you know, according to Matt Cutts, um, and uh, uh, in, a, in a YouTube video that Matt Cutts placed up on his blog, Google doesn't really give any sort of boost to web pages that validate. You know, I, I'm going to give a, a quick, if, if I may, take just just one minute to disagree but agree at the same time. And, and, and we've certainly done this. I've done it with a few sites and just out of curiosity. Um, and, and I will agree that I think what they're saying is, yes, just because you can put that little logo does not mean um, that you are going to see any, any enhancements to your, to your website. I, I would certainly say, you know, I mean, if that's what they're saying, I, I believe them. That's, that's likely very true. Um, but anybody here who has ever validated a website <laughs> um, will know that I think a, a lot of times the work it is going to take and what you need to do to validate your site, i.e., get all that code out of there, get all, you know, make sure everything's tagged properly, make sure everything's labeled properly. I think there is where we can see some enhancements by, by stripping out all that extraneous code and 
making sure that all your all your tags are working right, making sure that all your images have the right alt tags and and this and that. I, I wouldn't say that it. Uh, basically, I want to just reinforce it. I'm I'm a big advocate of it for a variety of reasons. If if nothing else, just usability. But I wouldn't want people going ah, it, it's irrelevant. You may well see see a boost. And your worst case scenario, still do it anyway. It's a great thing to do for your visitors. Um, so I do it. Just had to go off on that on that slight. No, 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 Dave, you know what? I'm inclined to agree. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say, let's take off our SEO hats for a second and just be pure webmasters. What do you think about validation? I I have nothing more to say. Like you're exactly right. And, and I think is- it's an accessibility issue as well. And as we all know, uh, the test case uh, with Target.com, accessibility is the law. It is, and it's it's well worth. I mean, heck, you can even see it. Like you know, and again, I get to my. I've got a you know iPhone for the you know. You can mock me again because I refused to get a phone for like a good decade there. Um, but I got an iPhone, and you can you can see what validation does. Even if you haven't tried to gear your site for uh, mobile phones, um, an, an accessible website just because of what you've had to do, they do tend to display better. Uh, on a mobile device and, and react better on a mobile device. Um, well, so, if you want to be programming for the future, think mobile. No yeah. question. Oh, indeed, indeed. Um, you know what? Anyway. We're butting up at ten minutes to the hour. I think we got a few minutes left. I don't. I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any urgent uh, flashes here from from Brasco in the studio. So I think we should just keep on ragging the puck a little bit. What do you say? That sounds good. We, we like to do that. We like to wait until Brasco's tearing his hair out. <laughs> Going for the oh, love yeah. of well, God, like, get dude, off like, like, how long do you want to wait for that? Brasco's bald. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, there, okay. there is a topic, and, and I'm going to say this, if for nobody else, than any of any of our clients who, who might be listening, and I, I know there are a few out there, um, there's a, a question that I get asked, be them by clients or be them by people, just just calling and, and you know they're they're wanting to discuss a variety of things. But this is the one question that, that I keep getting asked lately, um, and it's on the topic of this whole caffeine update thing. Um, the question being, when is it going to roll out? For anybody who doesn't know, www.sandbox.google.com, you can go check out uh, check out the caffeine update. Um, what we have noticed, what Matt Cuts has verified, just so that everybody's clear, um, is that it's not going to be a light switch, as we've seen with other uh, some past Google updates. It's not there. It's going to go, yeah, bam, and caffeine is live. It's a bleeding in of the results. They're getting closer and closer together. We're seeing them testing portions of it, sometimes pulling it back into caffeine. Um, but we're not going to be seeing just some sort of light switch, and then the results go to caffeine. Um, we're seeing a, a, a slow migrate or um, blending of, of the two sets of results into what will, in the end, apparently uh, be a single set of results. But it's like a test area, and they're, they're slowly bringing it in. So um, wise on Google's part, testing little com- uh, portions of the update um, on, on live, on a live, uh, live test environment. So um, anyways, just wanted, to, uh, just wanted to note that while we had a, had a couple minutes. I'm sure Brasco's getting closer and closer to losing his hair now, but uh, yeah. Thought I'd just touch well, on that. You know what? I, I, this is a case. When it comes to Brasco and his hair, this is a case for Jeff McKay. If he's listening, Jeff, 
Send Brasco some email. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, Dave. I do indeed. <laughs> Jeff McKay was one of the one of the original email marketers and affiliate marketers. Um, he was he was the guy who was selling hair loss and hair removal products at the same time. I, I you know, hair growth and hair removal products at the same time. I just so admired this guy. Um, unfortunately, he's also the guy who's responsible for most of the Viagra ads you've ever seen. But I digress. Anyway, we're done. We're out of time. It's now three minutes to the hour. Brasco wants to punch me, but I'm like, you know, 1,500 miles away from him, so he can't. Um, so on behalf of Dave from Beanstalk SEO, and I got it right this time, didn't I? Sure did. Woohoo! BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You've been listening to Webcology. Stay tuned. It's a rerun, but it's a great rerun of Affiliate Marketing Insider. Coming up next, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>